a podcast about football. We're going to be here all day. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Playing fantasy. I'm just about that action, boss. Talking trash. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Fighting to become champ. You play to win the game. This is the Swiss. And this is The Swiss, the second episode, episode two. My name is Casey Cool. I'm with my good friend here, Jeremy Fuller, or my frenemy. Yo, yo. My best frenemy, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. Draft week is upon us in The Swiss. We are a fantasy football podcast of close friends that like to talk trash and maybe give a little bit of advice about fantasy football and then talk football with you, the listener, or anybody that's willing to talk to us about football. Anybody. Anybody, really. We just love the game. <laughs> so uh there's a lot of news in the nfl today that i have to just bring up really quick a lot lot going uh, on today a lot going on lot going on i texted you at seven yeah. in the morning and I was like oh mac jones huh? yeah like, that was my big thing. and what's funny is we talked about that last week a little bit you know we had said like yeah. it's time cam hang him up you're tired move on to mac it's the mac jones I era think, so he cam's injury was to his foot right that was the thing it was like a He's been hurt a lot, man. He's so when I was talking to, to my dad earlier today, I was kind of telling him what I think really set him off or set him back was the shoulder. Mm. When he True. had the shoulder surgery and yeah. he missed and he missed the whole season or a big chunk of the season. Yeah, and he, he just he hasn't been the same since then. And I was also thinking too, like, do you remember when he rolled his truck in the yeah, off season? Yeah, we were. T- I was talking to someone about this today. The report was that he got out of that unscathed, but man, I remember seeing the pictures of the truck, and like he might have not have been seriously injured at the time, but I feel like there's got to be something that's lingering and finally catching up with him because that truck was smashed. That truck was not, but it's how he played it's too. True. He would body people when he would run. Yeah, you know, and he would fly over things. He was getting in, he was getting in truck crashes every Sunday. Yes, yeah, for real. Well put. Someone asked me today. Uh, I was talking with the commission, Enrique, and mm. uh, Enrique El Rojo, the red. <laughs> and we're talking about: Would you take a prime cam if you were starting a football franchise? Right now, if you had like a young prime cam, would you take that MVP cam to start and build a franchise with or without the injuries? Like when he went, when he went to his MVP, when he went to the Super Bowl, when he was MVP. Oh man, no! I respect the talents. I respect that MVP year. He was balling. He set the league on fire. But man, I just don't. I never thought he would be the guy to carry a franchise. There's a lot of other guys you could probably fill that answer that question with yeah. other than Cam. If I had a good offensive line okay. and I could give him a running back, yeah. I would have done it. He never really had receivers either, though. He had Steve Smith. That's about it. Old Steve Old Smith. Old Steve Smith, right? And then he had Calvin Benjamin who came back and talked tons of trash on him. Yeah. Old disgruntled Steve Smith. Yes, the old disgruntled Justin. <laughs> One foot out the door. I hate Carolina. But I'm out of here. I'm out of here, Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the Texans end up picking him up. I saw a report that the Cowboys are giving him the once over. Make no sense to me, but okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's yeah. they want the insurance, I guess, for Dak. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's a good backup at this point. I mean, he doesn't play like can't like Dak at all. They're not the same guy. He's They're both athletic, and yeah. that's about the the where the comparison ends. Here's why the Patriots, I think, cut him too. 
they want Mac Jones to become the leader. And yeah. players love Cam. Yeah. He's like a player's player. Yeah. He's he's really you know, like he never got a lot of trouble off field. I know people think of like the flamboyant outfits and yeah. the pouting after the Super Bowl loss. But he is a team player. His teammates love him. And yeah. I think you can't have that when you're trying to get this young guy with a lot of potential. You can't yeah. cap those two heads fighting in the locker room. So yeah. typical Bill Belichick 500 IQ move. He's playing 40 chess over there. Just right. yeah. moves ahead. We'll see. Damien Harris stock goes way up. Way up. Hello, touchdown. Hello, touchdown. <laughs> Damien Harris, speaking of drafting. So the draft is closing in. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm... It's draft week, baby. Woo! I wish we knew at the beginning of draft week what our draft picks were, because my excitement level would be I know over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. I know you I'd actually I want it I want it in December. <laughs> I want it the next year. <laughs> Let me start mocking right now. Oh my god, the regular season ends and Casey's like, Hey, do you you uh you think we'd maybe get our draft picks or is it too early? I don't know. Too early? Just there we'll start planning, you know? One thing. I can't believe it. It's it finally here. It's been forever. And it's finally freaking here, dude. It's been a year. Oh my God. It's been exactly a year. Oh, I can't wait. I'm really glad after that J.K. Dobbins injury. So I'm in this other podcaster league with the video game podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy who took J.K. Dobbins with his first pick. Oh, it's sad. And you hate to see it. believed it. Because we drafted Friday night and he, he found out. So I was like, oh, man. That kills fantasy seasons, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a season. But, yeah, you take J.K. Dobbins in the first or second round. Anybody that's already drafted, and you're just you're in a bad way right because now. Because you're RB one. Yeah, you take you're a receiver early. in like the first round, and J.K. Dobbins in the second, or two receivers, and then J.K. in the third, yeah. wherever you know, depending on league side, he was going in the second or third. But yeah, man, yeah. that's a devastator. It is. It. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to the Ravens. A lot of things have shifted my views from our picks. Mm-hmm. I am definitely here's something interesting uh, I realized with the Cam gone now. As the draft closing in, what do you think? We were talking about this. What picks are the sweet spot? What do you Ooh, think are the best? So spots to pick? I've done, let's just say, several mock drafts over the. Um, are they in the three figures? Three? No, 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 no. no okay, no. okay. We're in the. Because I did a lot of 12s before to prep for another league. So I'm only a month into doing mocks for Swiss. Okay. So you're about 50. Yeah. Gotcha. So about okay. about <laughs> 724. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, accurate. Accurate. Okay. But so. He's doing one right now. A sidebar <laughs> on my phone, mocking on the side. <laughs> well, my thoughts on the draft are purely on my my take on mocks and where I've been and my teams with who I've liked and where I've gotten everything. And I think there is a sweet spot right now. I love like five, six and seven right now for a 14 guy. I think that you can get a really good pick in the first round and a huge value on the, where the value is with those, I think is actually in the third round. So that second swing around, right? So that second snake around Mm. in that five, six, seven range, love those. And then I've actually been loving like 10, 11 and 12 as well. Mm. I think that's a Mm. really, really sweet spot. And for the same reason too, but um, yeah, that would be my two, my two little sweet spots is five, six, seven, and then like nine, 10, 11, 12. Or 10, 11, 12, maybe not 9, but somewhere in that range, I think, are the 
are the sweet spots. That's interesting. You know, statistically, the best spot, the number one spot wins a lot, right? That's like the best spot. You have the most value yeah. there in a lot of fantasy football drafts. But the other spots that seem to, when they do mock drafts, five and seven and six are top. That's my and, sweet spot uh, right 10 there. Man leagues. Oh, and 10 man leagues. Yeah. Okay. And 12 man leagues. Uh, and now the other thing in the 10 man league, the, like the least likely spot to win is the 10th, right? But in a 12 man league, the 12 is like mid middle, right? Mm-hmm. So it switches, which is interesting just by adding two players. Five are still up in the tops and mm-hmm. six is up there. I believe last year, Hubble, our current champion, was the fifth or sixth pick. Right? I think he was five. He was right before me. Yeah. So one and five are like they statistically have a really strong number in in the calculated drafts. One. There's other factors too, like trades and whatnot. I personally like to get that number two spot because mm. then you get the benefit of the the switch the second third round. You're right there on the turnaround. Mm-hmm. I mean, one's really easy. <laughs> like one, yeah, right. you just kind of show up. Yeah. You're like here you go. Yeah, because you just don't have to think for a while, yeah. right? You know who your first, who one overall is, and you just wor- worry about the turn coming back around. Grab a beer, <laughs> take a bong log, whatever your vice yeah, is. Just, you know, go out there, do some ketamine. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, the hard thing is that being in that seven spot, you're always in the middle. Yeah. So you don't. Have, you have to be like keyed in you can't be alex last year or you can be and we see what happens so either way either way you can't do what the last three losers have done and, and alex includes it you can't get smashed on draft day he got smashed on draft day and lost i don't know if blake got smashed on draft day when he lost but i know that the yeah, commission got swifty he sure did when Un- enrique lost he pounded that 40 during the draft mm. i think i think there's a correlation of getting too having too much fun at the draft hey uh, by all means have as much fun as you want right right someone's got to get lit up that's the goal you got you got to pick your who you're getting uh that's why i will never fly down there right <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping i want it please enjoy yourselves have an awesome time have too much fun and that's, I think, a ritual. Someone has to offer up their body to the fantasy gods via the booze. Absolutely. Someone must be sacrificed. <laughs> yeah, someone must be sacrificed. <laughs> so what are some, besides sacrificing someone like we do in our league with the booze, what are some other rituals Offer you him. Mm-hmm. Offer him. Offer him. It seems him. to be whoever hosts the uh, draft party, too. Oh, so. yeah, because wasn't Schneid one at Mickey's party, mm-hmm. and then he just got white girl wasted and yeah uh, yeah i did auto drafted ben roethlisberger <laughs> yeah. and almost had a conniption fit oh he still <laughs> hates that we're talking about players we hate in a little bit but oh yeah <laughs> love it what are some traditions you have what's something that you like to do on draft day so in my single and without kids days when i had a little more disposable income I would always try to look fly on draft day. It goes back to my love oh, for okay. Dion, baby. You look good. You feel good. Feel you good. draft you good. good. Um, okay. So I'd always come out with a hot new Raider jersey or some fly new Nike Air Maxes or something. You know what I mean? I came in feeling myself. Came in dripping. Yeah, I came in dripping. Yeah. I came in dripping. <laughs> um, so that was my my big one. I've let myself get a little bit looser the past few years of the draft. I used to keep it straight and narrow i would maybe take you know have a couple beers and that was it and i was locked in yeah. i was ready to go but over the past couple of years i've kind of 
let my hair down a little bit and and partaked in the festivities. Now, Fuller, I got to ask you something. Yeah. What hair? <laughs> you <let down>? Got <laughs> it! I'm sorry. I had to get it out there. I had to get it out there. Yes! You son of a bitch. <laughs> now you've crossed the line. Podcast over. Oh, sorry, guys. All right. Done after two episodes. My okay. beard's been long. Oh, there you go. That's, that's the hair. Got it. Got it. So what's your uh, what's your go to? You got rituals, routines? Um, nothing ever works for me. So uh, I think this year I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna go out with the dog. I think okay. my fantasy team name is gonna be uh, Air Millie Golden Retriever, <laughs> like, nice. like uh, Air Bud. <laughs> yeah, but because I have the golden, right? I'm uh-huh. gonna just rock that. Uh-huh. I will talk about team names when we do. We are doing draft grades on episode. Oh yeah, four. coming hot. But. Uh, I think I just, you know, I'd like to try to do something in the morning with my family and not yep. think about it too much. And yeah. just, uh, I want to do some mocks the night before. I do like to put on some Seahawks gear, right? Even though I never Got really to. get any Seahawks because my big fear is I'm going to jinx them. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm saying screw it this year. This year I want to get players I like. Yeah. I want to get players that I have fun with. I want my team to be. Last year, here's what I did that I didn't like. I just looked at the overall rankings and I took, and Yahoo gave me an A grade. And my team hurt me. Yeah, it didn't make me feel good. Um, So there's some some feelings I have from certain players from this last draft. And there's players from overall drafts that I have feelings about. And what we're going to talk about here is in our next segment, we're going to talk about the players we love and the players we And we're talking all-time. all-time fantasy players that we love yeah. and all-time fantasy players that we just will never draft and never yeah. look at the same. Now, let's start with oh, the yes. love. So much, okay. so much. Well, I don't know. It depends on where you're coming from. The stronger emotion between love and hate yes. with fantasy. Oh, man. It's it's two sides yeah. of a coin. But these are the best. Like, these are yeah. the best. The of guys the best, you love. Right? As the guys we love. They're the best. The uh-huh. ones that, that won you a uh-huh. title. Uh, won you a week, yep. just you had on your team a bunch, just your guys, you know, your mm-hmm. dudes. So who is your number one? Oh, man, my number one. This should come as no surprise. Won me, I think he was on my team, both of my title runs. I traded for him a couple times. Uh, every time I think of him, I just, now that he's gone and out of the league, I just hear in my head, <laughs> throw up your exes. It's Des Bryant. We absolutely love Des. Not only probably my favorite fantasy receiver of all time, one of my favorite just players of all time. He was um, very good. In 2011, he had uh, nine touchdowns and almost 1,000 yards. In 2012, he had 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. He was a killer. Admin- Listen to this run. Okay. 2012, 92 for 1,382, 12 touchdowns. 2013, 93 receptions, 1,233 yards, 13 touchdowns. 2014, 88 receptions, 1,320, 16 touchdowns. Monster. The drop-off is what's really insane, too, afterwards. Because he kept yeah. getting hurt. Like, he's a guy that his body couldn't keep up with him. Because he just gave it all. In terms of fantasy points, yeah. 2012, 233 points. 2013, 232 points. 2014, 250 points. So if you look at Devontae Adams in our league last year, he dropped mm-hmm. 288, which is absurd. I mean, he just went crazy. Yeah. And this is yeah. – Dez yeah. was putting up these numbers 10, 10 years ago. So you got Devontae last mm-hmm. year at 288, Tyreek 261, then 
Stefan Diggs is 251. So Dez was putting up 230 or more three straight years. So he would have been a top three receiver three years in a row. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. What I love about him too, had that diva mentality on the sidelines, but as soon as Romo saw that, saw him pest or pouting, it was like Romo was like, all right, well, prove me wrong. I'm going to throw you the ball. And every time he went out there and made a big play, big catch, big touchdown, came back onto the mm-hmm. sideline, which is like, told you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love him. The Dez is my guy. Love Dez. That's a good one. My number one guy is I argue that there's two people in Seattle that represent the number 24. Oh. There's the kid. The kid with the sweet the swing. swing. Oh, boy. Here the we come. Swing. I already know what's coming next, and I but love it's, it. It's beast mode, baby. Beast mode. Marshawn. About that action, so took, boss. I'm just about that action, boss. I, I love Marshawn. He is probably will always be beloved here in Seattle. I had him in the year after the Seahawks traded for him in 2011. I took him with the 10th pick overall, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's like, oh, okay, so he's going for the hometown flavor, huh? Everyone's like that. And I was just like, well, I want a solid running back. And in 2011, he ran for 1,200 yards. He had 12 touchdowns uh, rushing, 212 yards receiving, 28 receptions, 212 yards, and a touchdown in the air, right? He had mm-hmm. 215 fantasy points. And then the next year, he had 246 and 239. And he goes on a run in 2014. He has... 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns, four aerial touchdowns. He had 263. He had this three-year run or four-year mm-hmm. run where he's getting 200 points. He was so elite, so fun to watch. It's just one of those dudes that, oh, I'm excited. You, Anyone who drafted him was yes. excited. Yeah, absolutely. But he's a big part of Seattle history. He's a big part of my fantasy history. He helped me win a championship. Uh, the Beast the Quake. The Beast Quake. It's great. Dude, the yeah. big thing about the Beast Quake, I was in the master's program to get my teaching degree, and I missed that game because I was in class, and my wife texted me, like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in a football game. And he's like, I was like, what happened? She's like, he ran like this and that. Like, she, the way she explained it, it's like a five-year-old <laughs> explains something. She's like, yeah. oh, okay. And then I went and watched it. I'm like, oh, my God, this was the greatest play I've ever seen in my life. And uh, yes, it was, it was wild. wild jumping in the air, grabbing his junk across the goal line oh, too. classic. What a yeah, G move. Yeah. Marshawn is my number one. Yeah, I love it. Great. Who pick. is your next most beloved? We'll keep with the running back theme and kind of one where honestly, I don't even care that he was a lifelong charger. Just so smooth. And he was an absolute Raider killer. Yes, so many yes, of these was. touchdowns came against the Raiders. LT man, Ladanian Tomlinson. What an absolute beast. This could do everything. Listen to some of these numbers, dude. It's insane. In 2003, he has 2,300 total scrimmage yards, 100 receptions, 17 total touchdowns, 347 fantasy points. Just to put in perspective, Kamara's our number one running back in Swiss from last Mm -hmm. year, 308 points. He scored almost 50 more points than he did in 2003. And then he goes on a run. But I'll just throw out his total touchdowns from 2003 to 2007. He scored 17, 18, 20, 31, and then 18. Almost 20 touchdowns a season. Killed the Raiders every time he played them. And um, one of those guys that every time he would kill the Raiders, I just respect, man. Hey, just... Golf clap. 
you deserve yep. it. You're the man. Yeah. I wanted LT too because I had him one year, and I, I love LT. Yes. But I have another running back for you. Okay, who's your guy? Who's your number two? The Great White Hope. The... Peyton Hill. Oh. <laughs> so what's great about Peyton Hill is that year, and I I I did really well in that year. I don't think I won the championship. Uh-huh. I did. No one had him. So after he had a really good game week one, I'm like, I'm going to pick him up off the waiver. And then I proceeded to have uh, like the top two backs mm-hmm. and dominated, dominated with some old fraternity brothers. I was like, yeah, me and Peyton Hillis were going, going far in the world. And I remember everyone just thought he was going to be the greatest thing yeah. ever. I wasn't too sure on it. And I, I wanted him the second year. I couldn't get him. Someone draft him. You know, his drop off, he had 233 fantasy points in 2010 when he had his mm-hmm. year of one almost 1200 yards and just to come out of nowhere yeah. right you were a fullback in denver for the last two or three yeah. years right you know he had so much potential and then cleveland broke yeah. him i don't know what happened that next yeah. year but that one year he shot he's like he's like icarus he just flew too close <laughs> to the sun he shined so bright and then his star erupted yeah. But I just remember, it's kind of like, I, I equate it to Lynn Sanity in basketball. Yeah. The way he took over, he was just the yeah. thing, right, in football for a while. You know what, what was, got him, right? The cause of his downfall. No, what got him? Madden cover curse. Oh, oh that's right. It's real. That's it right. exists. It is real. It got him. What's going to happen this year? We got two people on the Madden cover now. doesn't matter for Tom Brady. He's impervious, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's the answer. Okay, okay. Tom actually, Tom brought uh Patrick Mahomes on there, so Mahomes kicks the curse. That was yeah. He was like, "I ain't no fool. I'm not doing this yeah. shit by myself." Smart move. Well, who do you want to be on there with you, Mahomes? <laughs> Mahomes right? he, he's my offer. He's my sacrifice. Yeah. And yeah. Offer him. Offer him. Offer him. All right. <laughs> who is your next player that you love? A guy I drafted several times and was just so much fun. It's Gronk. Oh, Gronk smashed. I know he's still in the league, right? My other two guys, this is more of a, I wish we still had the old Gronk. Because he's, you know, he's old now. He's slowing down. He's not putting up the points he used to. But he's just so much fun, dude. I love the freaking high step soldier walk spike. Mm -hmm. He's an old school player in a new era. Yeah. I love Gronk. And put up the points, too. 2011, 17 touchdowns, 258 fantasy points. Which you compare to Kelsey last year had 240. So, and to me, last year when Kelsey scored that many points, I was just like, oh, dude, I cannot believe this is coming from a tight end. So, to have Gronk putting that up 258 in 2011 is super impressive. Mm-hmm. Such a meathead in the best way. I love him so much. I miss him. I miss the old Gronk. I wish, he, I wish he would come back. My final player that I love is the Sheriff. Oh. Right, now, I'll kill a snitch. I'm not saying I have. I'm not saying I haven't. You know what I mean. Whatever. Peyton Manning. And here's why I love old Peyton Manning. This is an interesting here's one. Here's why I like Peyton Manning. I, I have two Peytons here. Tale of two Peytons. I drafted Peyton in 2004. I had the number one pick. And I drafted LaDainian Thompson. Mm-hmm. Right? In 2004. And this was when I worked at a Oof. pizza restaurant. I just graduated mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I worked at this restaurant. I fucking hated my boss. He was just a total prick, right? <laughs> he didn't talk shit. He was a diehard Steelers fan. I thought he was the biggest tool. And I, my second pick Ooh. was Peyton Manning. And it was the year Peyton Manning had 49 touchdowns. Touchdowns. Set the record. 360 points. That he later break with, broke with the 55. 
year, right? Yeah. But having him in LT, it didn't matter who else was on my team that year. No. I was winning no. every yeah, week. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. No, yeah. it was just a solid draft. It got me really into fantasy football. That was actually the big yeah. draft that got me back into it. There was one draft prior that turned me off. Mm-hmm. But, ah, uh, man, and you haven't been man on your team. You just he, just, he knows the game so well. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks to ever play the game. So, respect yeah. to Peyton. But you feel differently yeah. about it. You just never have to worry about quarterback no. in terms of fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. you just, every week you know. And that's where Mahomes is, I think, now, right? And maybe that's 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 where we're at. That's the clear one. Um, I don't know who else would be Probably really no one solidly like that. You know what I mean? Where you just don't think it, I'm sure there's all, there's a couple guys that are close, but there's question marks. Speaking you know? of question marks, you you're grunting and groaning on this one. Why is that? I think this fuller? is a, let's let's segue into the flip <laughs> side of the coin, the Harvey Dent blacked out scratched <laughs> uh, side of the yeah. coin, the kill <laughs> side of the coin, okay. and the guys that we are glad are gone. I'll leave it off here. My number one, Peyton Manning. I'm so glad he's gone. Killed me every year in fan. I never, well, I did have him one year for the longest time, never had him. And I would play him no matter who had him. He would light me up. He would have one of those four touchdown games, five touchdown game, 400 yard passing, no picks. Just every time I played him, he would kill me. Then he goes to the Broncos, has the 55 touchdown year, follow that up with a 39 touchdown year. Then old Jerry's like, you know what? It's the time. I'm going to draft Peyton. Enough is enough. He's been killing me forever. I need him. I, let's, let's, let me have some <laughs> of that magic that Peyton instills. You know what he did that year? He threw nine touchdowns all year and missed like six games with that quad injury. Was this the last year in Denver? Yes. Oh, you got him like when he was out to pasture. Yes. <laughs> the one no. year when I was saying like, all right, Peyton, here we go. Let's, let's bury the hatchet and I'm going to draft you. And I think I took him in like the first or second round. I took him real early. Ugh. Peyton Manning. Glad to see him gone. Glad to see him gone. I feel like me, he had him a bunch, and I'm just sick of seeing me. He have his yeah. favorite player. Get out of here. Oh, the cold. Uh, go bowl. <laughs> yeah, go bowl these nuts. How about that? My player I hate the most, or one that I'm glad is gone, is Sticky, Icky, Ricky Williams. Oh, Ricky. So my first year of fantasy ever, uh-huh. and I was playing with guys that I played football with in high school, and I couldn't do the draft because I had something coming up. I had to go do something. Remember? And like, oh, you just auto-draft. You have like the second pick or first pick. And I ended up getting Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams gets spent for the year. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot I was about like, that. No! Table flip. Hey, it was my first overall pick. I just, I did have no, I had zero RB. I, I basically did not pay attention to fantasy that year. It yeah. turned me off. I was like, oh, this is stupid. But what I realized was my league was stupid for drafting, like, right. yeah. middle of preseason still. Amateur move. Amateur move, but it's just the uh, volatility, uh, volatility of fantasy football for you. Like, all right, I really like my pick. And then I picked J.K. Dobbins in the first round. Wah, wah. Yeah. Who's your next guy? Uh, my number two guy, which probably and realistically is my number one because I freaking hate this guy. It's Arian Foster. Oh. I can't tell you how many times he got hurt. When I took him in the first, literally every time I drafted him in the first round, which was two or three times, hurt. Listen to this, and I found this one. Games played for Arian Foster. 2010, 
13 games. Pretty good, right? You missed four. Not bad. 2011, 13. Not bad again. 2012, 16. And I think that year, the year 2012, when he just went crazy, right? Yeah. Went crazy. Next year, I think I had the second overall pick. First or second overall pick, draft Arian Foster. You know how many games he plays that year? Eight. Oh. <laughs> this is oh, half of the season. Okay. Yeah. Bounce comes back in 2014, plays 13 games. Okay, maybe he's healthy again. I'll take him in the first round again. 2015, games played. Four. The next year, games played. Four. Ugh. Four. Get out of here, Arian Foster. Just And that's what we're talking about. Just devastators. You lose your first round pick for half the season or three quarters of the season, you have no chance. It's not a fun time. No. Um, not a fun time. My next player is another running back that's not a fun time. Uh, it's Reggie Bush. Oh, this one. Okay. I took Reggie Bush his second year in New Orleans thinking, oh, he's about to go off. Like, I just thought yeah. I, he could have been, I could have, I didn't pay attention to analysts or pundits. I was like, I took him with my first pick overall because he was my guy. Yeah. And I'm so confident right. he was going to blow up the league because he was so electric in college. Oh, so yeah. electric. He, I'm a huge Reggie yeah. Bush fan. I love give. Hey, let's just say it. Let's throw it out there on the internet. Give him his Heisman back. Enough is enough. NCAA. We know. It's his, guys. We it's know. <laughs> so that year, in 2007, he only played 12 games. He rushed only mm-hmm. for 581 yards with an average of 3.7 yards a carry. Four touchdowns. <laughs> he had 417 yards in the air with two touchdowns there. Eight fumbles. <laughs> Three loss for a whopping 135 fantasy points. Oh, the fraternity that I lived in, because I'm a frat bro, did not let me live it down that whole season. I was ready to burn the house down (laughs) by week three. They quit talking to me about it. There's almost a couple fist fights. I'm like, could you come to my room to talk to me about it right now? I'm going to punch you in the face. They're like, all right, get it back out. (laughs) No, hard pass. Get out. Get out. So fuck you, Reggie Bush. Seriously, get and actually, you know what? I actually stand here. Fuck you, and don't get your eyes. Hey, I was, literally, I was gonna say, hey, but seriously, give him a seismic back. Um, no, no, <laughs> my third and final guy, uh, kind of along the lines of Peyton, um, always killed me, always fantasy, no matter what. He was the guy that put up the big numbers, Antonio Gates. I don't know what it is. Oh, I love it with Antonio Gates. freaking Gates. But every time I played, I never had him in fantasy. And every time I played him, he went off. Huge game. I'll always remember it. Nothing personal, and eh, maybe a little personal because he was a Charger. But yeah, big uh, f you to Antonio Gates. Glad he's gone. Never want to hear the name. It's, again. it's interesting, but you like LT. I think Antonio's great. Bodied up basketball player playing football, just because. I think it's the greatest story. See, because I never had to play against LT in fantasy. True, true. Or, you know, I'm sure I did, but it was towards the end when he was on uh, the Jets. Towards the end, yeah. The the years he doesn't speak about. (laughs) Yes. My final pick has some history with the Swiss. My first year of the Swiss. Back to me thinking I'm hot shit, taking guys that I just liked. Mm -hmm. Took a little guy by the name of Percy Harvin in third round. Lamborghini Mercy. Yeah. There we go, Percy. He had just <laughs> had the great Super Bowl game where he had not played a whole season. Yeah. But he shows up in the Super Bowl and runs a 90-yard back. I was yeah. like, oh, man, he's going to be so electric with the Seahawks. 
third round's a steal for him as a receiver. Seahawks trade him week five to the Jets, and I trade him. My fantasy team just goes to the shitter. I become the Sacco of the Swiss my first year in. The black hole that is. The fantasy black hole (laughs) that is the New York Jets. Yes, I was like, oh, no. I trade, but, you know, I traded Percy, like, off. Mm-hmm. I traded him up for chicken sandwich right. in a box of thin mints to to the sheriff, and and I remember me he did you have insider information? Did you know they were going to trade right. him? I'm like, no, I just knew he's a bitch and he quit, and I was an idiot for taking him. I washed my hands of him. Fucking hate this. And fantasy was lost. I became Sacco my first year in the Swiss. But I, I washed my hands of him. The good thing about that year in the Swiss is also the year I became a dad. So I got like, I was like, all right, I'll take this as a win. So I'm having a boy. But fuck you, Percy. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's brutal. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah. Suck it, Percy. <laughs> For the show, I have one more segment that I'm going to run in quick. I was talking to him. So the league likes to give me a hard time because I've been trying to, I for years I fight for flex. No one wants to hear it. Yes. Okay. Here's my crazy idea. My next one that I want to pitch mm-hmm. to you. Okay, you ready? Yep. Soft Let's pitch. We're calling this soft pitch. With soft Casey. pitch. Okay. Yes. Instead of paying the hundred dollar fee, uh-huh. we all buy a cryptocurrency like Dogecoin, right? We buy a hundred dollars uh-huh. worth of Dogecoin. The winner gets the Dogecoin at the end of the season. So the winner can have maybe whatever Dogecoin's worth. Like it could be three thousand dollars, or it could be nine bucks. It all depends if you want to hold on the Dogecoin. So you get in that cryptocurrency game. Interesting, interesting. I hate it, but very interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. I, the commissioner was like, "Oh, I like that idea." I'm like, all right. Of course right. he did. Oh yeah, I'm sure he did. Crypto, I'm interested. Uh, yeah, dude, Dogecoin. Let's get on that. I mean, not, not your worst pitch ever. Not right. the worst. Not great. Not but great. Not the worst. Not a, hey man, it's a currently twenty seven cents. It's on the up and up right now. It's on so. the up and up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you be the first? Imagine just being the first guy that wins and gets like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and then your total is <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'd be loaded. Yeah, I'd be like, yes, dude. Your hundred dollars yeah. uh, would it would skyrocket. I have. Uh, one point, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a $30,000 yeah, win. I'd be the richest Which Swiss thing about the, the flip That's side, the at the opposite side, you put in $100 and it crashes. It's like, oh, congratulations, you won Swiss. Here's $8.78. I'll just sit on it until Elon, <laughs> until Elon goes back to the internet and says, fire up the doge, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, we have a special guest here to say goodnight to everybody. Yeah, very special episode. Our first special guest. Um I think I failed to mention I'm coming recording live from uh, family vacation in Guerneville out on the Russian river, just coming off of a three day little trip. So respect we, committed to the we game. Got, hey, I do what I can see this. Is what I'm saying, I'm here for Swiss. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm the enemy thinks I'm the, the I mean, you are, but yes. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm here to make the league better. That's all I want. Yeah. 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 And win. Of course. And fuck course. everyone over if I can. Yes, but of course. other than that, I'm here for the lead. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So we got a special guest. Our first episode two guest number one. So I'll. Uh, we'll let him take that, it. Take us out. We'll let him take it from there. We'll, we'll let him take us out. What up, Swiss gentlemen, and Foster? As the designer and master fabricator of the Mini V, I only have one thing to say: Suck it, Hubble. <laughs> <laughs>